Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, With Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Lori Lattimore, Volkman, and Tim Lynch. We are going into week three of the 2020 NFL season, and it has definitely been a 2020 NFL season. Last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Denver Broncos were completely crushed injury-wise all across the board. Who? Show of hands, who wants to break down the injuries from this last Sunday? Lori, Tim? I think we might need to tag team it because there are so many. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can start with the one that is probably the most permanent. Cortland Sutton is out for the year with a knee injury. Drew Locke is out anywhere from three to five weeks with a shoulder injury. Draymond Jones is out. Demarcus Walker is out with an injury. AJ Bouye, still out. Yeah. (laughs) Von Miller, still out. (laughs) Philip Lindsay, still out. Yeah. Yeah. It just keeps getting better. It's not good. It's the worst case scenario, really. I mean, you couldn't design a worse offense around or defense, a team. We'll just say team uh, around all these injured people. If you were trying to sabotage the Denver Broncos, you would take out these key people. That's where we are. Tim, what do you think? What do you think about all these injuries? A little opportunity for some of those guys riding the pine. Who are the three most important players on this roster? Von Miller. Cortland Sutton, Drew Locke. That's exactly what I was hoping you'd say. Drew Locke will be back, but I mean, to the two best players on the team were Cortland Sutton and Von Miller. And they're... Von said he'd try to come back for the playoff run, for a playoff run, but uh, I mean, let's... <laughs> yeah, he's not going to need to do that. He's not going to need to do that. <laughs> the NFL should have just shortened the season and let the teams have their full off-season training program because it's clear they they are losing so many of their the league's best players the biggest names to, to season end injuries. And it's the only thing that's changed really is that players got a short, shortened off season and didn't get all of that work done before they actually get on the field and have to play full speed. And the Broncos are really suffering for it. They're losing all their, their best players. It just sucks. Sucks all around. I was stuck in a road closure in the mountains during the game. And when the, all the injury news was coming out, I'm sitting there cause I can't move. So I'm in my truck and I just keep seeing at some point during the day, I just swiped. I didn't even look. I didn't want to know. Didn't care. <laughs> it's so depressing. Just makes it really hard to be excited about the Broncos moving forward. And it's just a bummer. You know, we, we really wanted to see Von Miller. We wanted to see Cortland Sutton. We wanted to see Drew Locke. And it just sucks. Sucks all around. Well, it's all the prospects for, you know, improving this season. You spend all offseason talking yourself into, you know, we're going to be better than last year. Like, there's going to be growth. We're going to mature. Like, the, you know, we're a young team, but we're going to be scrappy. We're going to build a foundation for the future. The first week of the NFL, it was just a couple of days before that Chiefs game when, when Von Miller went down. And then it just and then it just started snowballing from there. Like you were saying, Tim, it's not just the Denver Broncos. Christian McCaffrey and Sequan Barkley and Nick Bosa and, and Solomon Thomas and 
Well, the 49ers lost those guys on back-to-back plays. I mean... Mostert, another one, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it was just... It's like, it's absolutely ridiculous, just the amount of injuries. And, and it, 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 I mean, everyone always says, oh, off-season workouts are important and this and that. But, I mean, right now, this is like real-time evidence of how, just how important those things are because they, they didn't have those OTAs. They didn't have many camps. And, and so it's all that conditioning that they had to do on their own that... And I'm not going to say that those that got injured um, didn't do it or didn't do it well enough, but w- for whatever it was on their own was not as good as it is in person. And we're seeing that by all the injuries. Von Miller was working out harder than ever. It's clearly not a situation where guys aren't working out on their own and staying in shape. They're going from doing all these workouts by themselves, sprints and weights by themselves, right into putting the pads on after a week of being together as a team and hitting each other and going full speed two weeks later. Every team, I think, went gradual in that process. It still didn't compare. Those three weeks did not compare to to the months over time where you do some OTAs and then you have mini camp and then you have training camp and then you have four preseason games to kind of gradually work your starters into hitting each other and going full speed. All of that that usually goes over four or five months was three weeks. Before this year, this week or whatever, I was kind of for getting rid of the preseason. Guys get injured, there's risk, injury risk there, and what's the point? It's not useful. But I think the first two weeks of the season, we're seeing that there actually is some use to getting a little bit of playing time in in games that don't matter because you're building up. Yeah, but there is a resiliency issue uh, across the league and especially with Denver. Now I'm like, would you rather, NFL as a league, would you rather lose one or two big name guys in pre, meaningless preseason games or lose a dozen in the first two weeks of the season? The value of the preseason games just skyrocketed for me in these first two weeks. I was one of those uh, people that was like, yeah, just get rid of it. Who cares? It's, you know, meaningless playoff. Yeah. But now I'm- I don't think you need five like we had last year. Right. But Three is games- probably good. Yeah, because yeah. they don't even play the last game anyway. And it made sense to have, you know, your starters play, what, one series, usually the first game. And then the second game, they might play a couple series, you know, a whole quarter. The third game, they, they play a half, and then they're done. They sit out the fourth game, and you let all your new players who you're trying to figure out whether they belong on the roster or not, you let them play. But all that time, going from, you know, playing for 30 minutes to playing for an hour and a half, gets them into game shape. And game shape isn't about being fit it's about being able to take the hits and and have your body respond and and, you know kind of being able to control your movements the good news for the broncos is is they they came out there um on tuesday and and they decided that the best way to fix this football team and get back on the winning track was to uh sign uh quarterback blake bortles blake uh, bortles oh my god back on track people back on track prayers are answered super bowl now blake isn't going to be the starter he's going to be backing up driscoll and he could be on the roster as number two by this weekend this is where we're doing huh this is it this is the plan hey he's six foot five he's tall you know he's he's tall as peyton manning he's basically peyton manning it's that downward trajectory (laughs) that we got to hear all about with brock osweiler remember that it just throws him a downward trajectory he had one well, really good season. You could have, you know, anything could happen. 
Ryan Tannehill's a thing. Why can't Blake Bortles be a thing? He played for the Jaguars, you know? <laughs> He's the best we could do? No. Let me see but this he was list. About the Where's only the option. list that Elway is working off of? Because this this is not this is not the name at the top of the list. Who else? Is, uh, Timmy Tebow uh, is still out there, you know? Yeah. Oh, Tim, don't do that. <laughs> That's just, nah. <sighs> Who else is actually out there? I mean, there's Colin Kaepernick, but he hasn't played football in four or five seasons. Someone on some roster somewhere that we could get for Trevor Simeon's out there. I mean, I don't want Trevor back. (laughs) Really, like, if we do, we have to parse out like Trevor versus Case Keenum versus. Those are uh, our options. Blake Portals, right like, like, at some point, it doesn't really matter. Like, doesn't really Trevor. matter. Next week, there's going to be no Cortland Sutton. There's going to be no Philip Lindsay, and the quarterback's going to be know. Jeff Driscoll. So, yeah. I mean, but that was what we had for half of the game, and we were battling back against the Steelers even with that scenario. We had Driscoll to Fant. We had Melvin Gordon. Our, I think, on offense. We can be decent, but we have got to scheme a lot better, and our offensive line has to not be abysmal. You're going to see a different Jeff Driscoll when a team has a week to prepare for him. I know. And, I know. you know, I picked up the Buccaneers defense on fantasy. Sorry. Money's involved. I've got I to gotta make the right, the right play there. Now a good time for a surprise. Sure. I have a surprise. You see this slip of paper I'm holding up right here? This is our schedule predictions win losses when the schedule came out i saved it i saved it from our show where we predicted do you guys remember what our predictions were i'm sure i was somewhere between 10 and 12 wins that is correct you were at 11 and 5 yeah 10 and 6 no tim you and i were far more optimistic than lori (laughs) We both predicted 12 and 4. When did we make those predictions? So, so as we sit here at 0 and 2, um, staring down 0 and 10 pretty soon. Well, we're okay. We're not the Jets. We're, I like that's, we might be able to beat the Jets. We might be able to do that. So, so I don't think we're going to go totally winless. I think this team has some, some promise, some fight. Sorry for everyone who wants Trevor Lawrence, but I don't think that's going to happen. You never know. I mean, Tim thought we were going to win 12 games this year. So did you. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> I mean, I, I made a later prediction where I thought I said nine wins, ten wins. but Well, according know. to the show that we did when the schedule came out. Oh, that was so long ago, though. <laughs> it was. It was, what, April? That's when every fan is at their peak optimism. We were at the peak of quarantine. You hadn't left the house in weeks. Hey, nothing, nothing much has changed. <laughs> All you had was Broncos news, and you're just like, oh, man, Super Bowl. Well, we all were optimistic because we were banking on some key Bond. things that started to look really good. Like we were going to have a far better cornerback situation with A.J. Bouye in there and Bryce Callahan healthy. And – for a while, that really looked good. We were going to have Juwan James, and we had gotten Graham Glasgow, and Dalton Reisner was returning, and so we were going to have a better offensive line. We added Melvin Gordon. We were going to have Bradley Chubb back, so he and Von Miller were going to really be able to be a menacing duo again. 
And Drew Locke was going to get to prove that he was the quarterback that we saw at the end of the season. It all looked so good. And then we got Jerry Judy to go on the opposite side of Cortland Sutton, who was already good last year. Like, it looked like a really strong team if all those players played up to potential. And a lot of them did, but now half of those players are out. <laughs> so, now we're, so now we're screwed because we're with backups at so many yeah. positions. Yeah, I mean, we the plane was running down the runway. It's like flaps <laughs> were, were getting going, and, and they were we were ready to take off, and we just cruised right off the end of the runway into the rocks. Just like, oh, it looked like it was going to be good, and it <laughs> It's too bad our podcast can't show Tim's face right now. I know. He's like slouched into his chair. He, he, wants to, he's, he, he would dig a hole and die in it if he could. I'm already there. Yeah. yeah. What's our – we should look at our schedule and, and do a revised prediction then because it could be ugly. Six and ten. Right. I think that's – Optimistic. Mm-hmm. No, they'll 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 come on strong late when Drew Lock gets healthy, and you know they'll probably win six or seven games. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. We got the Jets. We got Miami. We got Atlanta, who clearly doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> I, I think we could beat the Raiders at least once. I think we could beat the Chargers at least once. So yeah, there's. You think we can beat the Chargers? Did you know the Raiders yeah, but... are averaging 34 points a game? I tell you what, I am a lot less optimistic about us playing our rivals well. <laughs> our best case scenario is three and three in that series. <laughs> well, and we also played the Saints uh, late in the year, right after Thanksgiving. So um, if, if what everybody is saying about Drew Brees' arm falling off of his body last night against the Raiders... <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, it should be completely off when we play him. So there's a there is a chance. So I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd say six. I would say over under six, and I, I would love for the over. It could it could very well be the under just because of injuries, and and th- who knows who's going to get hurt this weekend? <laughs> Stop that! Don't say that. <laughs> we don't have anyone left. Big Fangio is going to be out there playing quarterback pretty soon. He's going to need to. He's he got fined a hundred thousand dollars for not wearing a mask. He's got to make a little extra side scratch where he can. I think in the in the moment where they're they're trying to yell at people and they get one too many, huh? They just rip that thing off. Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> or or it's like everybody's hurt. COVID, take me now. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he was thinking. What do you guys think of? The next game, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's going to be like 15 fans in the stadiums. 5,700. And so. uh, Jeff Driscoll. It's the, <laughs> the classic that's waiting to happen. Brady versus Driscoll. <laughs> yeah. Well, wow. Brady versus Osweiler went our way, so there's always a chance. That's there's right. Always a chance. That's right. I think it's fair to think Brady's not at his top. Our defense – can keep us in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stupid question. Is Gronk playing? Yeah, he's just not Technically, very yes. Is he hurt or is he just not effective? Not effective. He's like Tom Brady, except at tight end. 
People are kind of mad around here. Like I, I here in New, e I live in New England, and they're kind of like, he, "He's a traitor. He should have come back. He should have got taken oh. less money." And how dare you take your six Super Bowl champions you gave us and leave? I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. About a spoiled like, fan base. <laughs> there is a local brewery up here uh, that has made uh, beer that is in the the old school like Buccaneer Bruce uh, logo, and they, they called it Traitorade. <laughs> With, with Tom oh Brady gosh. on the can, or someone who's supposed to be Tom Brady. <laughs> well, I think even though I picked up the Buccaneers defense in fantasy, I still think Denver is going to find a way to win this in a low-scoring, like 17-13 type game. So the Broncos still have a, a decent defense. I think they did a good job against the Steelers. They gave up one really bad big play. But overall, I felt like they were competitive all throughout. They were competitive in the first game against the Titans. They're not terrible. Like, I mean, they're not hopeless. No. They're just injured. And I think with Tom Brady, who's a statue back there, that's the team I think they're going to find a way to to harass and get some turnovers on and, and some sacks. And I think they, they come out with a win. And then next week we'll all be talking about like, oh, we're going to get back into this, guys. <laughs> I just remember last year at 0 and 4, it, it was, you know, the whole, the, the building was on fire. Like, I mean, people were, were, were jumping from the windows. It was so If they bad. start 0 and 4, even with the injuries, I, I'm pretty much done with Big Fangio at that point. Because you think? Back to back oh. seasons, 0 and 4. I mean, come on, dude. Wait, that would mean a loss to the Jets. And, and if we lose to the Jets, exactly. that, that would be. That would be a killer. Now, if he started 0-3 and, and then won, then maybe, okay, well, next year we'll, we'll start 0-2 and, and start winning, then 0-1 and, and start winning, then, you know, progressing forward. As long as we're progressing forward, that's all I want. You can't compare this <laughs> season to last season win-loss when we've had, we just mentioned, the rash of injuries to starters. Like, that's an impossible situation for any coach. If they lose the to the Jets, it's over for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the Jets here. The, the Jets are like the biggest joke on the planet. So that's right the now. early benchmark for Tim. It's, yes. it's the, the Jets. If we lose to the Jets, then then Vic is on notice. Because if we lose to the Jets, it's going to get a lot worse. Because after the Jets, uh, we have New England, Miami, Kansas City, by Atlanta. So <sighs> I see three winnable games there. Atlanta, right? They're just a complete mess. They don't know what they're doing. But they scored a lot of points. Yeah. <laughs> I think we could take one, at least one of the Raider games. I don't see it. Yeah, speed. I mean, their they're early season hot's going to fade. You know, Derek Carr is Derek Carr. So I'm, I'm not too worried about the Raiders coming back to earth. I put them as low as I possibly could on my power rankings because I really don't. I'm not a buyer in, in their success. Where did, the where did you put the Broncos on your power ranking? Uh, near the bottom. I put them in about the best spot I could for being 0-2 and looking like garbage. <laughs> they don't look like garbage. I mean, they're injured. Like I said, it's like they're, they're not a bad team. They're an injured team. There's a, there is a difference. They've yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the Eagles look like garbage, and the Vikings look like garbage. Uh, the Broncos just look hurt. Oh, all right. So, all right. So, uh, predictions, uh, Tim. Seventeen thirteen, like I said, Broncos. Seventeen thirteen, Broncos. Okay, Lori, what do you think? Um, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good score. I'm gonna go twenty seventeen, Broncos. I'm gonna go twenty four twenty one, Tampa Bay. 
Oh, it's a yeah. Tom Brady love. You know, you live up in New, New England, and you're already you shut your face worshiping you upon that altar. Shut your yeah, face right you, now. <laughs> Maybe we should all pick the Buccaneers, and then our reverse psychology will give the Broncos the edge. Well, that certainly worked for me in fantasy. You know, I I proclaimed victory over Jess in fantasy football this week, and then by the next, you know. Two then hours. I, was, uh, I lost my. You were third. done. Yeah, it was over pretty quick for you, wasn't it? Uh, go ahead and tell everybody about your uh, your uh, quarterback. Who who was it? Your quarterback? Cousins. Yes. Negative and how did four he do? points. Negative four. Negative the, negative the, the, points. But that's not even the best part. The best part was I was beating you soundly, and I proclaimed victory, and not within fifteen minutes, four of your players scored touchdowns, and I was losing by fifteen. <laughs> 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 and it was over, you know. So. You have been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined as always by Tim Lynch and Lori Lattimore Volkman. 12 and 4 for Tim, 11 and 5 for Lori, 12 and 4 for me. We uh, were wrong. You may listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, and we like to release our podcasts on Thursday, but sometimes it comes out on Wednesday or Saturday, or sometimes <laughs> not as all. Not at all, I should say. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, go Broncos. Uh, and, and, and please, dear God, let's remain healthy. <laughs> dear God. <laughs> Amen. That's right. Hey, freaking man, stay healthy, everybody. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both, uh, both fouls were on the kicking team. On paper, Blake Bortles looks pretty good. You know, he has 100 touchdowns to 75 interceptions, 20,000 yards passing. We got ourselves a good quarterback. It's easy. It's easy to have good stats when um, when the team is already celebrating their victory. You can throw the ball pretty much anywhere on the field. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, if the Broncos get down by 20, they need to put Blake Bortles in because apparently he scores a lot of touchdowns when they're down by 20 or more. <laughs> Yeah. over his shoulder he's got a big big laundry basket there it's not even his clothes it's his daughter's clothes it's taken over his office like i mean it just gets better for tim every step of the way <laughs> she's 20 and, a, and not clean <laughs> wait what'd you say schwab schwab like the tire no just kidding <laughs> I don't even know that time. Know. talking about Schwab. <laughs> Isn't it like less less Schwab? Schwab? Schab? I don't know. I, um, I, I'm really good at pronouncing things. We know this you... when we did the draft. Why are you guys <laughs> on my, my case about this? You know. He gets disconnected for... for no, I'm know. here. God damn it. I hear you. Hurt and stumbled out of the gates. And we lost Jess again. <laughs> that New Hampshire internet. Unreliable. Mm -hmm. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a, a hand crank out, out in the yard that runs our internet. And the kid, the kid went into pee. <laughs> Get out there and keep churning the internet. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't need this nonsense. You have enough what? stress taking over my cousin's team. Yeah. Four, four years in. Oh, he still doesn't play fantasy football, by the way. <laughs> we ruined it. We yep. ruined George.
your your league ruined him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once talk starts drifting to uh, Tim's extended family, it's time to wrap up the show. I'll deal with that fucking later. I'm talking about well, the Broncos and their <laughs> immolation. You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.